ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of Euclid Noakes Morning Coffee. In the afternoon. Uh, I uh, have a little bit. <laughs> Hold on, honey. Don't, oh. don't mess up my oh. little thing. I have a thing. <laughs> uh, it's the only morning coffee show that airs in the afternoon, believe it or not. Today's special guest is a Bloomberg opinion columnist an assistant professor of finance at Stony Brook University, and an avid bunny enthusiast is Mr. Noah Smith. How are you doing today, hey. sir? Where's the cheers? Yay, doing hold good. on. I'm going to cheers. Okay. The cheers. There, there you go. go. There you go. That's Yay. proper. <laughs> I got a little obnoxious at the end there. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Ah, doing all right. Got my afternoon uh, tea here. Oh, yeah. good. What kind? What kind of tea um, do you drink? Uh, new me Chinese breakfast. It's really good. Oh, Chinese breakfast. All right. Do you drink coffee at all or no? Are you a coffee drinker? I'm a, I'm a tea guy. I only drink coffee in jail. <laughs> oh. That's my rule. Uh, how many times has it been now that you've been in jail? Uh, once for, really? for uh, one night. Uh, really? I was in jail. That was a very long time ago. And they served coffee. Was it really? good? No. No, I, I didn't can't, think so. I can't imagine jail. that jail coffee is very good. <laughs> no. I'll, uh, I thought I'd ask. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, why were you in jail? Yeah, I knew he was going to ask. Well, I, I, I shouldn't tell. It's, yeah. a, it's a very stupid story about a very silly dorm incident uh, that I was wild. over. And uh, if you if you want to hear more about that, you can ask uh, JJ. Mm-hmm. Um, of of the podcast Keyword Crypto, who was in the dorm with me at the time, mm-hmm. and who knows the whole story. Oh, okay. I told you. I so, said we need to have yeah. JJ on at the same time so we can hear stories. I I knew it. <laughs> I knew I was right. My intuition was telling me this one never listens. So yeah, you know. Tamara was saying we need to have JJ on. Uh, did you get that tweet? The the the, the retweet thing? Mm, I didn't check. Let me look. <laughs> well, I hate no. when you interrupt the show to ask Maybe. that. <laughs> I'm just noticing it's. Uh, could you uh, could you send me the tweet in uh, DM? Yeah, no and opinion. Yeah, no problem. Oh um, well, honey, we're running a show here. We have there's certain protocols and there's things protocols. that I have to, uh, <laughs> you know, I have to um, maintain. Yeah. we've got to make sure we have viewers and things. Oh, the, those kind of things. See, I'm, I'm you... all about the fun. So oh, it's all yeah. fun for you. That's all you care about is yeah, the fun. Pretty much. Pretty much talking to. Oh, people. I found it. Oh, cool. And have Yay, fun. thank you, sir. I'll post it in here so Mr. JJ can retweet it too. Uh, yes, a keyword crypto podcast. Our friend JJ is the one who hooked us up. And yeah, thank you, JJ. Yeah, thank you. He said I he said he was going to crash the show. Yeah. and um, hop in, but he said he's driving, and we said it's probably not a good idea because uh, you know driving and and doing like uh, you know live shows is probably a bad idea sometimes. But yeah, so it's an interesting story. Uh, JJ DM'd me a while back and was asking us to come on his show, and we've been in the DMs with each other, talking back and forth. We obviously okay, so share cool. the same passion for cryptocurrency, and uh, the next thing we know, we're interviewing you, so that's exciting. And I wanted to start out by saying um, you wrote an article, mm-hmm. and let me pull up my thing. I think he's wrote more than one. Well, he's wrote many articles. <laughs> Uh, being that you are a, um, you know, a, uh, a columnist, yeah, a, col- a writer, a writer, uh, my script thing went down where to go. There oh, it is no. in 2018, December 11th, uh-huh. which 11 is my lucky number, by uh-huh. the way. So okay. that's very cool. Uh, you wrote an article that said, yep, Bitcoin was a bubble and it popped. Um, and I, or the, the Bloomberg headline writer said that. Ah. Oh, you didn't actually. Yeah, you know how they come up with your titles. You, right. You, you provide the material. And... I, I, I provide the material. They provide the titles and the subheaders and the titles of the graphs. Uh, oh, interesting. How do you think, can you even say how, how you think they, they do with that? Are you are you usually happy with the titles? and? Yeah, I am I am usually happy. Um, the, the, the phrase Bitcoin was a bubble. I, mm. I don't like saying things are a bubble. Like nothing is a bubble. A thing has a bubble. Like there was a. There was a bubble in U.S. stocks in like the late, like, you know, 1990s, right? It was mm-hmm. a huge bubble, tech stocks that popped. That doesn't mean the U.S. stock market was a bubble. Like the stock market's back, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's above yeah. where it was then. Like, you know, Bitcoin had several bubbles. In fact, I, it might have been that one or it might have been a different, um, might have been a different article where I, I went back and showed this, all the bubbles in Bitcoin. There have been, yeah. I think, four now. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and they all look pretty much the same price wise. And mm-hmm. afterward, there was always a bigger bubble. So if you if you you know sort of sold out after each one of those crashes, uh, you'd you'd have just lost and lost money. But if you just hodled and hung on to your Bitcoin, you'd have kept making money even though multiple bubbles pop. Mm-hmm. So so this idea that when when people say like X is a bubble. That means like X is just this worthless crap that people believe right. in that it's just going to go to zero, blah, blah, blah. That's not true. Bubbles are just when price goes up and down. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And you can have many, many. I, I believe there will be another Bitcoin bubble before we're done. And right. I haven't sold my Bitcoin. So I want to read that. a little. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was going to read a paragraph from the article. Um uh, so you say, how could regular average investors avoid this fate? Uh, the bubbles are extremely hard to spot. If it was easy, they wouldn't exist in the first place. But there are two important strategies that investors can use to limit their risk. Uh-huh. Um, first, realize that there is no such thing as a sure bet. The optimistic Bitcoin story repeated often by the cryptocurrency army of gung-ho online evangelist. Um, I, when I read that, I like how you, you, you point out that um, we are like this army of gung-ho evangelist for bitcoin why is that why are we such a you know uh, our friend jj is one obviously um what is this thing where we're so like we just like believe in it so much um you know what is that about why are people so passionate passionate about bitcoin that you know us bitcoin nerds what what's our what's the thing do you have a an opinion on that oh yeah um so i think that it's different for many you know people and um, and not all the crypto people are Bitcoin enthusiasts. There's a bunch of people who are like, you know, Ether, Ether is the best or, mm-hmm. or you know, one of the one of the other altcoins or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, Ripple. Litecoin. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then. So, yeah. I mean, but I think there's a couple things going on. Number one, um, it's a thing that the sort of the establishment doesn't know about. The right. establishment doesn't understand. You got all these like you know forty-five-year-old uh, bankers in New York who are like, you know, um, they they've spent their whole life sort of just trading on the inside, trading like LIBOR and and you know like like right. German bunds and and whatnot. <laughs> and that's a market that most that normal people just can't access. And then normal people can access the stock market, but a lot of times it feels like oh maybe it's rigged. There's insider trading. There's, uh, you know, like index funds and ETFs and, and mutual funds and all these big players that might be manipulating the stock or, you know, and then there's all this complicated stuff like the ins and outs of corporations um, to understand with stocks. And of course, people love picking stocks. You know, they love mm-hmm. um, taking bet on stocks. But then but crypto is even more sort of the people's investment. Crypto right. is a thing that if you are just an enthusiast, uh, you know, and you don't have, even if you don't have like a coding background, like JJ doesn't have a coding background, uh, is super smart guy, but, um, uh, you, you know, you can read about it and you can understand it, uh, pretty well in ways that like the mass of people, even trained finance people do not. Mm-hmm. And I think that empowers people a lot. What do you, what do you guys think about that? I agree. Um, I have kind of an interesting story. Like, uh, I, I, I'm two years sober after I, uh, got sober uh, from a, an alcohol abuse situation. I uh, found a few months later. I found um, crypto Twitter. Uh, I was a kind of an, a Bitcoin enthusiast a little bit. We, my wife and I, were sort of investing a little bit into it. Uh, this was what 2016. Hun? I don't remember. Yeah. But um, so I found crypto Twitter, and I became it became like my new addiction. And I found this community of people that were so enthusiastic. And there's so many, I, I don't know what like like-minded, well, like-minded and not to mention generally just, uh, intelligent, creative, creative. uh, think like outside of the box thinkers. Right. Um, yeah, maybe not so satisfied with the way the government is, you know, slight anarchists yeah. on, on the way to not so slight. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think I just became completely engulfed in this thing and i um i've always said this like i use crypto twitter as sort of my support you know it's helped me maintain my sobriety and my sanity and now you know i've met andreas antonopoulos we've had him on our show um and you know john mcafee and roger Ver and all and like it's it's amazing how accessible all these people are who in my mind are like you know um i look up to some of these people and uh, especially in Antonopolis. Um, yeah. 
but um yeah it's just uh it is but i feel like it's something and like and i've even tried to like cut back and and spend less time on it because i felt like it's unhealthy but um it is it's like my new like extended family and that was a long soliloquy right. i just did but yeah this I'm not is not sure if it answered his question but what was it, the it was question <laughs> there was no question I, oh, okay. I, that's just another perspective i mean you know i'm on the outside looking into this phenomenon uh, I own a little bit of Bitcoin, but like I, you know, I'm not really an enthusiast. I've written about it a few times, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not in that community. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm learning here. Yeah. But it, it, I think what you said underscores the the fact that, you know, crypto feels like people power. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always felt that first I've been influenced by a, a guy, another guy I went to college with who's Balaji Srinivasan. Um, do you know him? No. Balaji. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, he, he's like a crypto entrepreneur. Anyway, okay. uh, you'd, you'd like to meet him. He's he's strong evangelist. Oh, cool. um, okay. I'm sure he would. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he used to work with like a, a VC, um, Andreessen Horowitz, and now he's doing his own like crypto startup. Awesome. And um, yeah, so he, uh, um, I really feel like it's, uh, it's people power. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like um, in a world where increasingly people's destinies are determined by vast impersonal forces and by powerful institutions that people cannot control. Mm-hmm. I think that there's many things in our society right now that that indicate people's desire to claw back some power from these institutions. And I think right. that on the left, you definitely see socialism. The Bernie movement is part of this. Um, and uh, you see um, uh, just a lot of stuff like uh, even even people who just go and like form Twitter mobs and try to like, you know, cancel people. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, it's a way of sort of striking back against institutions because institutions have become so powerful. Right. We've got giant corporations. We've got increasing monopoly power that are, you know, more corporations are more powerful than any time since like the 50s. Mm-hmm. And um, especially tech companies that now watch every single thing that we do in our entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we now know, thanks to Snowden and others, that the government is is effectively spying on us all the time. Right. The only thing that shields us from that is that the government doesn't really care about us. Right. But if it does, <laughs> it can see all you know all our our stuff. The government knows what porn you're watching, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, and so so there's all this all this control. And then and then I think that in the early 2000s, people felt like their power resided in their houses. You know. Mm-hmm. Housing is a, is, was a market that normal people could understand, and everybody bought houses. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a tangible thing. It gave you the sense of security. Uh, it also gave you money. It gave you housing appreciation. It gave you liquidity. You could take out a loan against your house, reverse mortgage, whatever, yeah. and then you could consume. And it just, it, it, house was this immensely empowering thing that you could take care of. You could flip. You could improve. You could trade against. You could do all these things. And then it crashed. Right. And that, that right. people power disappeared and died. Mm-hmm. And without, you know, without like strong worker power at, at employers, without, you know, housing, houses and stocks and without a feeling that we control the government, where are people going to get their uh, their sense that they have any control over their own destinies? And I think that crypto is one thing that gives people that feeling. Right. Wow. Anyway, there's my populist speech. for the day. I love it. I, I'm, I, I like that 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 just I was like, oh, wow. And then and then right after that, crypto was born. So. You know, it's like the housing bubble popped and then crypto, was Wait, crypto when, came along. Crypto yeah. came along. It just happened to uh, later. <laughs> so um, I think it was this article you kind of mentioned. Uh, I think it was John McAfee. And it was this article. I read, I read a few of your articles. But uh, you mentioned how he was talking about, you know, um, you know, I think it was around sixteen thousand is when John McAfee famously said he'd oh. eat his own dick if it, right. you know if it doesn't reach what I don't remember a million or something. Um, but uh, you know, and then we all, you know, we all, and I, I, I got caught up in that. Um, you did. I told you know she was like when it was like uh, twenty thousand. She's like, "Hun, we need to you know take a little bit of profit here, mm-hmm. sell some." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh hell no!" Because John McAfee said you know it's going to a million. So, and that's sort of like what you cautioned against in this article, um, is that, you know, uh, there's no such, there's no such thing as a sure thing. Um, and you know, but how I, I see, you know, we all sort of made it through this past, uh, 2018. It was a horrible, you know, just, uh, bull market. We all, we've all been kind of hanging. It wasn't a bull market. Huh? It wasn't bull. Bear. Sorry. Bear market. (laughs) I'm not an economist. I, 
I'm just the, the one that goes down. down right. Down. Yeah, the bear. Yeah. Bad. bad. The bad one. <laughs> Unless you're buying. And we all we we survived it, and then uh, you know we all stuck around on crypto and Twitter, bonded, I think, uh, and bonded, and we were building things, and we're starting shows, and exchanges were born, and, and all kind of things are happening, and companies and stuff uh, were being built, and then now this year it looks like it, it was it, we're starting to go back up, and um, you know not right now it's sort of like uh, going back down. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm rambling right now, and I don't know what my point is. That's normal. So, but uh, that's sort of the gist of this show is just sort of ramblings and it's live and we just sort of talk about whatever's on our mind but um well I wanted to shift focus and get to know who Noah really is you know I gotta yeah, put the a man behind a the bow mask. on what I just said though hon I just rambled <laughs> oh, on and didn't so you, I just you normally ended don't on, you don't put bows that was on such things an usually. awkward like thing let's where have you, the bow let's have the bow um, okay what's your bow look like I don't know oh I know what I could I could end this one okay you said you you're a holder and I don't like to say hodl because that really bothers me but you've <laughs> oh, got sorry. you've got no that's okay that's a very common term I've got like four hats he's OCD over. about you know everything it, so. even I though do, I, I always thought it was hodl anyway so well well, no, Yodel. because someone misspelled it, and then people, even though it's misspelled hodl, I still think you should say hold. I don't know, but that's a whole other thing. But that's just his opinion. But you're, you're, so. you've got some Bitcoin you're going to hold. You said um, you're not like a heavy investor in it, uh, but right. you're going to keep it. And do you believe like long term, do you think this thing has a chance of being something other than just a bunch of nerds getting together and playing with magic internet money? Do you think Bitcoin has a future like in the long run? The the answer is that I don't know because um, well first of all the question is future is what mm -hmm. do I think that people are going to pay for pizzas and you know like back massages and whatever with Bitcoin uh, no I don't mm -hmm. um, do I think that people are going to uh, use Bitcoin to skirt capital controls from China from countries like Venezuela that have collapsing currencies uh, yes I do mm -hmm. do I think that people or Bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency, it's, it's always possible that Bitcoin will be supplanted by like something that's just a lot easier to use. Libra, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but then, but do I think crypto in general will be used to evade capital controls? Absolutely, yes. Evade uh, fees on remittances? Absolutely, yes. Do I think it'll be used for crime, for, um, you know, ransomware or drugs, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? Absolutely, yes. Uh, that doesn't mean I think you should do ransomware. You shouldn't. And it doesn't mean I think you should do drugs. You probably shouldn't. Um, but, uh, um, it's not life advice, <laughs> right? It's not life advice. It's just saying that like, there will be, there is a use, there will be a use case for that as some kind of money, mm -hmm. um, for some things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there's the next, there's the, although I don't know if it'll be Bitcoin itself or some other coin. Mm -hmm. And then there's the, but there's also the question of, will it be a store of value? So like, what do we use gold for? You know, gold was used as money back in the day. You could have Spanish doubloons and you could pay for things with gold coins or like banks would transfer big bars of gold between each other. But now nobody uses gold for money uh, at all. And people use gold for jewelry and, and you know, some industrial stuff. But then pretty much gold just but but gold on average goes up in price mm -hmm. like it, it has it has bubbles and crashes. Uh, there have been a couple of big gold crashes. But then on average, gold sort of has this this sort of steadily uh you know, slow but steady average rate of return over time. Um, so the question is, I, if I had to predict, I would say Bitcoin is going to end up like gold mm -hmm. used for a few things like evading capital controls and uh, and remittances and crime. Mm -hmm. And then otherwise will just be this asset that people hold on to and trade that, you know, has a lot of volatility, but then either, you know, maybe slowly goes up in price uh, right. over time. Perfect. I think that... Um, Bitcoin will be, yeah, like the store of value. I don't think Bitcoin's going to be used for everyday transactions. I don't think it's really, uh, they keep trying to, you know, do new things with Lightning Network and different ways to try to make it faster and cheaper. But uh, to be honest, Bitcoin is slow and can be expensive. Uh, you're not going to buy a cup of coffee with, with Bitcoin. I right. I think that, you know, Unless, like, except in jail. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think maybe like Litecoin or something like that or a different uh, cryptocurrency could fill that void. But who knows if crypto will ever, ever be used, you know, in a daily uh, kind of transaction thing. Um, but, yeah, I think so. I, I have obviously I'm, you know, in the community, I'm in the space and I'm I believe in it in, in long term. 
Um, and, you know, the whole weird thing about how no one knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is, is that's whole that whole mystical part of it, you know. Uh, it's just like a, um, you know, it, it's just it a good a, story. It's a, it's a, it's to me, it's a cult. I seriously think this community of hardcore, you know, Bitcoin enthusiasts and stuff that really do, like myself, just believe in it overall. It's a, it's just sort of like a cult. It's almost you like know, a religion. Cult doesn't carry a very good. Okay, you know. maybe not the word cult, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Group. Group. Um, Tamra, yes. let's, uh, we, we're not going to sit here and bore him with Bitcoin talk for okay. an hour. No. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead. What, what you? No, let me stop well, you. Well, his Abby, uh, let's just go there. You know, yeah. Yates, you embarrassed you know me to no end yesterday when you had no idea who. I'm that not was. a learned man, Tamra. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but I don't read books. <laughs> you're like, who is it? I don't know. Yeah, What's I'm. So, I'm embarrassed to say that I I know very little about a lot of things. So. <laughs> Um, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, so why do I have William Butler Yates as my yes. Twitter avatar? Is that the question? Well, I'm assuming he's an inspiration of yours as a writer. So, uh, is no, he's not. He's not an inspiration. You do not like him. You, uh, it's a he's joke. Okay, he's a poet though. Yes, a poet. I'm not a poet. You're not a poet at all. Nope. I wrote one good poem once. So you, you just you pick the Abby because he looks similar to you when you do the face. <laughs> not even that. <laughs> no, it's from a dumb, dumb, dumb joke from 2016. But then oh, okay. I was 2016 was sort of the height of screeching on Twitter about politics. Okay. Election. Um, and then I, so I said, um, so William Butler Yeats wrote a, a famous poem called the second coming uh, where he said, uh, the best lack all conviction while the worst are full of passionate intensity. The center cannot hold blah, 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 blah. Um, that was the, the poem. Yada, and so I, I, I tweeted the, so my, my handle is no opinion, right? Right. Um, I tweeted, uh, the best have no opinion while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Okay. And, um, and someone said, you should change your avatar to William Butler Yates. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, here's, here's the deal. I'll change my avatar to William Butler Yates until Trump is gone from the national stage. Okay. That was a couple months before the election. I thought <laughs> it would just be a couple months. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> how, how about that? Uh, Somehow I, I knew. I, I knew. She, like my intuition, as soon as I saw he was even thinking about running, I said, he's going to win. He's going to win. Everyone was like, you're crazy you're, you're just you're like well, i did i did win i did win several dinners off betting on trump to win so right i should have um, that's what i said afterwards i was like i should have bet everything do, on that because you, i knew it it was a, a gut thing i was like you, you guys are all laughing and making jokes but he's gonna win so uh <laughs> Let's just get a little bit into just the Trump a little bit. Oh, um, geez, we're, we're not, I'm not, we don't do politics all that much, but all, at all, <laughs> I will say that um, I listen to Mark Marin. Are you familiar with uh, what the fuck podcast? Mark Maron. Uh, he, he is, it's a good show. You should it's, listen to it's it. It's kind of okay. Mark Marin. He's a comedian. Anyway, yeah. he has <laughs> Obama on his show. All right. Anyway, uh, he, <laughs> as soon as Trump won, like he was like, the world is over. Right. Like it's fucking mm -hmm. we're done. And and still sure. and still when he does a show like he's just like you can just tell like he's just he's he's adamant that it's just it's done. Do you oh. think it's been that bad since Trump? I know he's done a lot of bad shit, but do you think it's been like as bad as everyone was you Every know thought? thinking it was going to be with him being president? I mean, now he's friends. No, with, I mean, uh, it, I don't know how bad people thought it would be, but um I mean, on one hand, American culture did just turn into continual screeching. And mm -hmm. that is our culture now, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> where everything is always being canceled and everything is always problematic and everything is always horrible and the world is always going to die. Mm -hmm. That's become our culture. Marin. You know? what, <laughs> yes. what do you... That's I'm not... fun. That's not fun to live in. You no. go to Japan. I go to Japan, right? Actually, fun, funny story on that in that 2016 election, uh, I was actually in Japan for that election oh. being a roadie for JJ's band. Get out of here. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was, that's what I was doing on, on election so night 2016. Awesome. You're like, oh, I always remember that because. Well, we, we I, I, I promised when you when we were back when we were in college, I promised that someday I, you, you know, I would help him go on tour to Japan because mm -hmm. uh, I, I lived in Japan and I, I was always a Japan enthusiast. stuff. And then we finally did. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, it, it happened. It yeah. happened. But anyway. Can we talk so, about JJ's um, band? What? Do we know what is it out? What JJ's band? 
Does he is, still have a band, or is, is I think he just produces music now for like commercials and stuff, or does he still have a band? We're, a we're in a band called Batwings Catwings. Oh, oh cool. Batwings Catwings. <laughs> and um, I mean, you know, they they weren't like trying to be major label or anything. Like long ago, he was in a major label band. Uh huh. And then um, they broke up like a decade ago, and then uh, since then, but then he he and his wife just like you know had a band for fun, and then that's the band I went uh, to Japan with. And they were just, you know, sort of in like a '90s throwback, uh, you know, sort of like pop punk kind of kind oh, of cool. outfit. Awesome. Um, so cool. They're good. Yeah. Would we know who uh, JJ's first band is, and is it known? Are they we... were called the May She M A E S H I. Okay. And I don't know if you would know that. I, um, it doesn't ring a bell right away, but I'm going yeah. to look that up. Well, sure. I was joking in the group DM we had with JJ about oh, yeah. we're starting a, a Traveling <laughs> Wilburys uh, reboot band, but I'm serious <laughs> about that. I oh. play, I would say, rhythm guitar and sing. Uh-huh. Tamara, okay. um, I don't know. I can play probably the triangle or the cowbell. Yeah, so she might be more of like the manager or something <laughs> like that. But um, what, do you play instrument and sing, Noah? Me? No, no, okay. I'm... He's a roadie. I do not. I'm, I'm not musical. Oh. I'm, I'm shit at music. I'm actually, I played the viola when I was a kid. Oh. And I, I knew how to play the guitar, but I was never great at it. I, um, I'm mildly tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't listen to me sing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what other questions you got for our guests, Jamie? Oh, well, I have, I have a little fun um, rabbit trivia game we can play. First of then- all. Before, yeah. Let me interrupt you and just segue into this <laughs> because people have no clue why probably you're asking about rabbits, but oh. uh, Mr. Smith is an extremely avid uh, enthusiast, correct? What is an your extremely fasc- avid rabbit enthusiast. What is your fascination with rabbits and why why rabbits? Well, most of my life I had dogs and cats, uh, which I love, mm-hmm. and then somehow I ended up with these rabbits. Um, just one thing led to another, and suddenly I had rabbits all over my house. Hmm. Um, they're sleeping under my bed. I can't actually see them. Um, <laughs> but then they they glomp around. And um, yeah, I, I like I like the rabbits, and I think part of being because rabbits are sort of a more rare pet. Part of being a rabbit uh, person is to try to convince everyone else rabbits are a good pet. Right. Um, which <laughs> people don't generally realize because people most people think that rabbits are like can't be litter trained at all and just poop all over the house mm-hmm. and that's the big turnoff for people about rabbits but in fact um they're very easy to litter train okay well, well that's so, good uh, so they're they're easy to take care of and stuff basically they're very yeah they're very easy to take care of the the big downside of there's two big downsides of rabbits number one uh it's they're kind of fragile creatures it's pretty easy for them to get constipated and die mm-hmm. yeah that's the main way they, they oh. die is constipation Oh. And um, they can't throw up like a cat, so they get constipated. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they only live. They well, they only live for like ten years, uh, as opposed to you know twenty for a cat or maybe fifteen for a dog. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're a little short lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, they will often chew your stuff. My, yes. My yeah. Good. They don't chew power cords, and they don't chew like the carpet or anything, which some rabbits will do. Um, but they do chew the baseboards. Yeah. One of my rabbits chews the baseboards. And so at some point I'm going to, you know, I can repaint the baseboard where they chew, but at some point I'm going to probably have to replace those baseboards. Right. right. We had a, we had a rabbit. Tamara had a rabbit say. for a little while and she decided to let the rabbit like roam the house. Because and it's healthier for them to all. get the roaming. They, you know, have yeah. issues with right. osteoporosis if they don't get enough space to roam around. Well, all my wires, <laughs> every wire that I had that was accessible chewed through. Um, <laughs> let me do a quick yeah. little shout out to our sponsor, um, Lolly. And, and me, you're going to interrupt my rabbit. No, story. let me segue because <laughs> if you're a, if you're a rabbit person and you're a pet pet person, you're probably going to need to buy what rabbit food supplies that kind of stuff, yes, right? Hey. Noah, I mean you you're constantly yeah. buying supplies. Well, uh-huh. why not earn Bitcoin, Bitcoin. by using Lolly? Uh, they have a browser that works on the the Chrome browser, uh, and you could go to a place like oh, how about is Walmart.com big enough for you? 
Overstock, all those places like that, and you can shop for your rabbit supplies and things like that, and you can actually earn Bitcoin in return. Uh, they, you know, well, you get yeah, like five percent. Uh, heck, let's see, right here, uh, Groupon nine percent. So you earn back in Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's pretty freaking cool. So try uh, Lolly if you want to, Mister Noah Smith. I just got a new office chair. Uh, so we ordered two office chairs yeah. from Overstock. One came in, mine. One got here, <laughs> and I'm. She's got this super nice, you know, uh, comfortable I chair. I can swivel. And I'm literally sitting on the cheapest stool you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. And um, it's wooden and it's old. But yeah, <laughs> so guys, check out Lolly. They, uh, they, you know, they give you Bitcoin back, and I actually earned like was like five bucks worth of Bitcoin from buying these chairs. It from could Overstock. be a million uh, one day. And if John McAfee's <laughs> right, then that five dollars will turn into what, like fifty or something. I don't know. <laughs> it may knows? be more than that. I think. But uh, okay, we did our shout out <laughs> right. to our sponsor. Um, yes, yeah, so we wait, did. Go ahead. What is John McAfee going to do if Bitcoin doesn't go to? Is he going to actually slice his schlong off mm. and devour it, or is he going to have ribs removed so he can autofellate? Like, what's the that, deal here? That has been my question this whole time. I've asked that question. I've never, I've never gotten an answer. Okay. Yes. You know, is he just going to pop out a can of spotted dick and he's like, "This is my." spotted dick from europe this is what i was talking I about i have an or... <laughs> answer for you guys you do Sorry, my foot is itching okay um, i have an answer well, he was on some uh like hush he got interviewed okay. by someone yeah it was the one it's on youtube and this female like um she was funny she was really funny they yeah. were she was basically going at him you know um she was giving him a hard time mm -hmm. and it was turned out to be a really good uh interview but um she was you know coming at him and she asked him that question and he had an answer that was basically it was like he didn't rule out using a surrogate penis or something wait what is, mm. is surrogate the right word i mean what are you trying to like say like someone else's <laughs> penis or well, something that's not Hold his on. i stupidly uh, I, I'm, I'm running out of battery i'll be okay. right back i've got to go get some uh, power cord here okay perfect that's fine i'll, we'll, be, I'll be right no back problem. take um, your time <laughs> And I'll, I'll hear all about John. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I could pull up that article. <laughs> well, I wanted to say in the intro, I've got my Pink Floyd shirt on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is. Um, you know, someone just DM'd me, and uh, I got to find out who they are. Okay. They are going to send me the coolest Bitcoin shirt that has. Let me see if I can pull up my notifications here and see. Probably not. They're sending me. I want to shout them out because I'm super All excited. Right, He's back. back. You do that later. Okay, we'll do it later. <laughs> uh, they're sending so me a quick. Bitcoin shirt that has like a Pink Floyd logo on it, so awesome. I'm super excited. All right, awesome. we're back. Mine's vintage. Yeah, Tamara's got a. Uh, are you a Pink Floyd fan? Yes. Noah? Yeah. Mine's from like the Division Bell, 1995 or something. Yeah, but we it's saw not real Pink Floyd. It was you know just David Gilmore. It and was Roger Waters is my favorite. So yeah, I, I, feel I love a little, Roger Waters. But I was you know I can say I was there and I have a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the best band? Are you do you like to go see live music? No, what's the best? I do sometimes I used to go a lot more. Uh, I should probably go more these days, but. What's my my favorite band of all time is the Flaming Lips. Oh, oh I love the Flaming good Lips. One. Yeah, yeah. So, and they also give an amazing show. Still, I've still, heard that. Yeah. I've, I've never that too, seen yeah. them. My best show, live show, is Primus. This. Oh was, yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was so good. These guys They're put really on. Good. Oh god, it was like the craziest mosh pit I've ever been involved in. It was so, like, crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was. I was like, eighteen. You know, so this was younger. 17 16 yeah this was like 30 years ago <laughs> 52 years 20 ago years ago um but it yeah, felt like i go see them it must have been like 15 years ago mm -hmm. wow there's no good bands anymore have you noticed that there's no more bands can you name a I good band right are. now a good band right now yeah putting you on the spot i can't i can't, I can't. name idols. one the idols the idols write idols. that down british okay. punk band okay i-d-l-e-s i-d-e-l-e-s and if you go and if you look at their their new video never fight a man with a perm mm. it's like the best video i've seen in, in years okay um and it's a great song as well so the idols are one i just discovered Love you're it. right there's almost none mm -hmm. um what does that mean about us as a society that there's no you know good 
music coming out. Does that, yeah. does that say podcasts, something? Podcasts are the new, are the new bands. Okay. You think? Okay. And the new music. Like, yeah. I mean, like modern day, like young people are very instrumental about things. Like concerts were a, 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 this all purpose generalized thing mm-hmm. where you could go and you could hear some music and it was fun. You could meet interesting people and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could hook up with someone and people did at concerts, but that like, not necessarily. I mean, yeah. and, or you could do drugs. You could just, uh, or just like camp out, whatever. Like you could do all these different things right. mm-hmm. at this one thing. Music was just an excuse to do all these things. And right. now I feel that people are super disaggregated. If you want to hook up with people, you just open Tinder. Right. If you want to like, you know, uh, there, there's festivals, there's Coachella and shit like that. Like, um, if you want to uh, just like, uh, you know, do drugs, there's, there's, you know, whatever burning man parties or whatever drug people do. Right. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't really do. Drugs. Um, but then, uh, yeah. So like there, people have disaggregated and appified all these things. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, were you finished? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just, I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, I was going to say that you're right about the fact that people are all perfectly content connecting with each other on their phones and on the internet. Uh, you know, Twitter's, crypto Twitter is a great example um, where I'm in some of these uh, group DMs where there's like 50 people and I'm watching these guys just stay in there all day long, just chatting back and forth. And this has become our social way of socializing. Now, what you said made sense with the, um, com- with, uh, with, uh, um, yeah. I can't think of the word. Uh, okay. A uh, live show. Uh-huh. Concert. Was a concert. <laughs> okay. So a concert, yeah. you, you get together. In, in Japanese, raibu. Raibu. Okay. okay. I'll remember You'll that. Never remember that. I'll write yeah. that down. Uh, you get we're in. You're together. You're in a gr- like you're you're all crammed together, and it's hot and sweaty, and there's it's just and the music comes on, and it's a certain electricity. I remember like you know before the show re- actually starts, the the sound guy would get up there, and he would start it's playing. Energy. Like music yeah. would start playing like through the speakers, and you start to get excited, and you just feel the whole. I'm getting like chills thinking about it. Um, <laughs> that's not happening anymore people aren't getting together i mean i guess like you said coachella and stuff i have no clue i haven't been to any of those and burning man's probably a, its own sort of thing but uh where people are still doing that but i just remember like you know going to live concerts and stuff was so magical and and i just i think that people aren't uh yeah people are just on you know social media now and what about right. the what parties did, what did people do in like 1890 what did young people do for fun they would go see like Shakespeare and stuff in the. Uh, no. No. <laughs> what? When Maybe was fifteen ninety? Right. Oh, I told I told you guys I'm not learned. <laughs> I don't know. Are you I don't okay, know, but honey? Like, they did she just choked. I'm choking. People did something in 1890. And I don't know what they did, but whatever they did, it wasn't to go see. I mean, oh maybe, maybe okay. they were like, wait, wait. Bam. I know what they did. Hold on. Okay. You wait, guys are giving they... me a hard time, but yeah, they could have watched Shakespeare. They could have seen someone else perform Shakespeare. Okay. But I think what they, they did. Didn't I don't think they... they were that intellectual. Right. Didn't they get, well, didn't the upper class at that time you know, maybe get together and have those long parties yes, where the scholars and musicians and uh, was that, I've, you know, that, cause that, that always intrigues me. I think how fun is that to get a bunch of just talented, creative people I don't together think, for okay, so, Listen, yeah, <laughs> your grandfather is a good example. Uh-huh. Okay. Your grandfather is so older than He's My like grandfather clearly <laughs> 80 something when he was young. Yeah. You didn't have time to fucking go hang out with your friends and shit. They you did. busted your ass well, on the did. farm. So my maybe back in the 1800s, you were just trying to survive and, and help feed your family. Probably and you class you were like I just said, you know, there's certain oh, whatever there's working, you know, there's the farmers and then there's the. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, to do the questions about the rabbits. <laughs> oh, do the rabbit questions? Yeah. Actually, while while I have him, your um your lack of knowledge just reminded me <laughs> <laughs> of a question. So while we have Noah here, right. I really want to ask him. Okay. Your article on lead and the fall of Rome. Oh, Tell me more. Yeah. Because I'm now worried that we might need to check our pipes. <laughs> yeah, we have an old lead. house built in the seventies. <laughs> well, I have bad news and good news. Oh shit. <laughs> The Give bad news, <laughs> yes. the damage is done. It's by far, it's much more important for kids. Okay. Right. Okay. So 
Well, I don't know yeah. how old y'all are, but I have you're kids. As old as I am. So okay. I am still well, concerned. Then. So fill me in. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Watch out. Definitely make sure the pipes are not lead. Make okay. sure there's no lead paint. If there is lead paint, have someone come in, strip the whole house, and remove it all. Okay. Uh, okay. There's also pro- there also might be old lead paint in- buried in the soil. Mm. If there is, uh, get someone to come in and and, and dig it up. Okay. Mm. Um, even small amounts of lead. So so the threshold we have for lead poisoning, uh, I- even if you have blood lead levels of about one tenth the official threshold for lead poisoning, they can detect effects. Okay. So even a little amount of lead will screw you up. It makes you more impulsive. It makes you dumber. It makes you just, you know, messed up in various ways. Um, it was probably responsible for some of the big uh, crime increase that we saw in the uh, 1970s through through 90s. And um, uh, but leaded gasoline was just everywhere, and people were just breathe- kids were just breathing in lead. Oh my gosh, that's and true. then if you look at, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at the cities in America. Where, you know, like, like Trump is like, like Baltimore is infested with rats and vertebrae. And like, but, but if you look at the, the cities where violence is very high, you see that there's a, a lot of lead poisoning in these cities. There's a lot of lead still in those cities. And that there's probably, there's probably a relationship there. You know, it may not be the whole thing, but, right. but it definitely, you know, lead makes people nuts. And wow. So get rid of it. That's interesting. Wow. Now, why in the world do we have lead pipes then? Just because cost. Back then, they didn't yep. know, right? They didn't know that lead was that bad. Or... So, that's right. 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 And in fact, you, so so legally, you are allowed to have a pipe that is eight percent lead and say it's an, a lead-free pipe. Wow. Right. So, and and why do we not learn from history? Like you said, um, you know, what about that tie to Rome and the lead pipes? And is that is that just the theory, or is that not? well known or oh no no i mean my my dad made that up when i was a kid but um, but that could be true though right from from right but maybe good but more likely it's a stretch <laughs> more likely it was something else right um i'm gonna or, go or with a lead. multitude of factors more yeah. likely Probably a multitude. i mean it lasted for hundreds of years like when america's lasted for that long call me back right. um <laughs> might not be here but i will call might not you be. Uh, let's go not. right into it. Yeah. Are you a religious person, Mr. Smith? Not at all. Okay. I wouldn't say spiritual. I, I am either. I'm not religious. Not spiritual or religious. What are your so so? My beliefs are kind of like I go. I teeter back and forth with there is a purpose for us all, and then I go into like there's no point. We're just like bugs on a blue orb fo- flying through space. Where do you fall on that? Um, I mean, we are bugs on a blue orb flying through space. Mm-hmm. However, um, uh, that doesn't mean we, we don't have purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, purpose, like suppose that they were a god and who's basically just this very powerful dude who, who just can kick anyone's ass and just, you know, remake matter and, and do a bunch of superhero things. And then God says, your purpose is X, right? Your purpose is to, <clears throat> you know, like grow many rutabagas and create a mountain of rutabagas and like would that be really our purpose like just because someone very powerful who could kick your ass comes up and tells you this is your purpose is that really your purpose mm-hmm. I mean do we need like not even do we need God to have a purpose it's like does God really give us a purpose even if there's a God mm-hmm. like at the end of the day you know purpose is what has meaning to people like purpose to is like human defined Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's what has meaning to humans and you know like i i really feel a strong sense of purpose of like taking care of my rabbits right Right. or stuff like that and um yeah i want to improve the world make the world better for other human beings as well and so i have this sense of purpose and um i don't i'm not insecure in that sense of purpose i don't feel that it needs yes. an anchor like an all-powerful omnipotent being that's or what, multiple such beings i love that that's what i am always saying i feel like um you need to be confident that what whatever it is that's driving you is there's something else you know like a lot of people aren't confident in themselves or their abilities so they they put their confidence in like you know jesus take the wheel like i'm going to give i believe in god and i know that he's going to take care of me or mm-hmm. the universe or whatever the thing is but i think that if you have confidence in what you're doing and that you can not make what you want happen necessarily but you know 
I don't know, just kind of make your own right. path and follow your own path and then you're yeah, gonna be okay. I I used to kind of like go out on Twitter and sort of like um you know, like talk about religion and how ridiculous like, you know, like Christianity is with all the priests and stuff that are raping kids and all that stuff and the nuns and I would and I see, you know, and I would get into like debates with people about how r- ridiculous like religion is you and just how did that because you were bored <laughs> uh, and and how like, you know, it's like a form of mind control. And, you know, the only way to get to God is through this guy who has a church over here somewhere and you have to go, you know, and that kind of thing. And then I started talking to some religious people and I have a lot of religious friends, Christians and different religions. But um, I think there's a lot of like I think it's just a there's a lot of benefit in being having a religion. Um, but because I suffer from that, like I have depression, and anxiety, and sometimes I wish I could just be like, you know, everything's going to be okay because like there's a God up there who's watching over me. Uh, but then I realize that, um, I think we are our own gods. Honestly, I think that, you know, we, we create everything. We create our own realities and we have, you know, the power what what happens after we die i have no idea and i think that's why a lot of people get very caught up in religion is because they're really afraid of death and what happens after you know uh is it just are we done or do we like get you know spend time with our families again no one will know, so. but no one will know um that could probably be a whole nother uh segment a whole nother show sure. but um <laughs> Well, so the the thing with the um, you have any more questions? Oh, I, well, I have an, a non rabbit related question, okay. but then I have a whole rabbit related section if we want to dive into that. But um, just let's to, do the non rabbit related first, and then go with rabbits. Okay, okay. What? I, because you're an opinionated person, <laughs> how do you think that social media has affected us as a society? that's a hard question like good Um, bad overall you know i know there's pros and cons so um generalized (laughs) as much uh, as possible (laughs) different social media is different Mm -hmm. um so i don't really know i mean um obviously people are just online more Mm -hmm. you know you're staring at a screen more than hanging out with people in real life uh, more relative to the past right people still hang out in real life somewhat but um I once I once tweeted a dorky tweet that ended up kind of going viral, which was um, uh, 15 years ago the uh, the the internet was an escape from the real world. Well, now the real world is an escape from the internet. It's true. It's true. (laughs) It's just become so central to our lives. Um, And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just really become it's become our it's become life. The internet is now life, and Mm -hmm. I think the social media is a big part of that. Social media has really killed the open web. Um, and I, I always kind of thought this would happen. Uh, the web is basically a place where everybody puts up their own site. Social media will make your site for you and then sort of own and control it. It's like right. the company owns your website instead of you owning your, your website. So that's that's part of it. And in exchange, you get greater connectivity, economies of scale, blah, blah, bullshit. Um, so that's a, that's a thing. Uh, social media addiction, I don't really think, I mean, yeah, it's addictive, but no more than like TV or reading or, you know, like whatever, and less so than, I don't know, porn or, or drugs. But then, um, or coffee. Right. And then, <laughs> like, so yeah, addiction. I'm, I'm not so worried. Yeah. Um, I think that, that Twitter has made our political discourse much worse because Twitter naturally amplifies the voices of whoever has the time and inclination to sit around shouting about stuff all day. Right. And those tend not to be the sanest people and the most emotionally well-balanced people. You know, normally sane and emotionally well-balanced people have stuff to do. They've got jobs. Good point. They've got families. They've got rabbits, whatever. <laughs> right. right. But whereas <laughs> people, some people are just like so pissed off by the world, they're going to just sit around going like, fuck, you're problematic all day on Twitter. And right. um, those are the people who are in charge of our discourse now. And I don't think, I think we haven't come up with any good protection against that. Um, there's there's reasonable people who are like in the mainstream media who can't have no defense against that because they have to, you know, they, they don't want to get ratioed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's just no, society as yet has no defense against the Twitter shouters. Right. Uh, and right. they really are ruling us at this point. And um, Trump, of course, being the Twitter shouter in chief. Huh. Um and our politicians are going to steadily become more Twitter oriented. I think you see with the younger generation like Ocasio-Cortez, you see younger politicians really adapting to Twitter and being Twitter natives. Trump came late to it. Uh, but then Ocasio-Cortez like grew up there. Um, she's a digital native there. And um, I think that all politicians are going to basically be that soon. 
And that's going to be a problem because the the public, instead of answering to like, you know, the democratic public as much, random people sitting out there in their living rooms, they're, you know, evidence is that it, there's, there's about like five to 7 million like active Twitter users in the United States mm-hmm. in a country of 325 million people. Mm-hmm. Five to 7 million is a large number, but it's not a, a huge number. And but that's going to be the five to seven million people that all our politicians are influenced by and beholden to. And that's going to that's going to rule our country. Hey, you said something that immediately clicked and made so much sense that the people that are the loudest and that are doing the most uh, are the ones that are, maybe are the ones that have like the mental issues. And because you're right, they're spending all their time on here. And uh, it, it, it makes a lot of sense with some of the um accounts I see on crypto Twitter that, you know, some of the like really hardcore trolls and stuff. It's like, and yeah. then when you get emotionally troubled, when you get trolled by someone, you know, like someone just goes at you and you gotta, it's, you kind of take it a little, do you have an issue with that? Do you get, when someone trolls you, calls you, you know, whatever, just goes off on you. Does that, do you get, I, I, I still get sort of like an adrenaline. Like it's not like a, it's almost like a fight or flight, even though I know it's ridiculous. This person has no clue you know, and they're or they're jealous or whatever reason, they're just going at you on Twitter. Do, does that affect you, or can you just brush that right off? I just block them. Yeah, just like boop, bye. <laughs> um, and then and then you know, twenty people come at me, I'll block twenty people. Twenty people's nothing. Yeah, twenty people is like, you know, if twenty people attacked you on the street, that'd be a lot of people. Right. Um, but if 20 people distributed throughout the vast world, English-speaking world or whatever, think that you're shit and have shown up to tell you that you're shit, mm-hmm. that's nothing. There are going to be 20 people who, are, who will think you're shit every once in a while, and they will be aggregated by this platform. This, this platform is an algorithm to seek out the 20 people who think that you are shit from <laughs> all over the world and put them right in your face. That is what Twitter <laughs> does. It's a machine for doing that. Right. right. And, um, and so you will, be, you will be told that you are shit. So last night, like, uh, you know, um, I was watching the Democratic debate uh, and um, and Marianne Williamson was there and she's a sort of this alternative medicine poop ball who's probably got some people killed by giving them bad medical advice mm-hmm. um, in the past. And she's just a you know, she's a nut and everyone knows that. And I was making, you know, jokes in, in a positive way about her, like I was saying, <laughs> uh, you know, like with anime sort of gifts and, you know, like her like throwing rainbow magic out there. And of course, everyone knows that she's bullshit. Um, but then when I did this, some very serious people, including one, uh, you know, fairly well-known journalist who had followed me, started appearing in my mentions and demanding that I delete every single one of those tweets and going through the tweets saying, now will you delete this tweet hmm. because you're going to get people killed by making these like sort of, you know, positive, happy jokes about Marianne Williamson. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of people were like, fuck you, you're fucking killing people mm-hmm. with these, with these jokes. And I was just like. Right, right. Like, when, when's the last time a joke's killed somebody? Right. <laughs> not, not quite I sure. Mean, Might have happened. I'm not sure. Everybody <laughs> says everything is murder now. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is murder. If if your if your politicians, you know, like, do an environmental cleanup plan and don't spend quite enough money on it, and people compare it to how much how what the excess mortality rate would have been, you know, driven by some like statistical aggression if they hadn't if they had spent a little bit more money on the environmental cleanup and then like they say oh well you actually killed 500 people you are a murderer you <laughs> murdered 500 people and you deserve death you deserve oh my god you are a murderer i just saw um you know a, a friend of mine the other day was saying like no one is held responsible for for you know policy failures we should put politicians in jail uh, if their policies lead to like more people dying than they otherwise would, but you never know right. how many people would have died under some other thing. And you can run regressions, but the regressions are often bullshit. Mm-hmm. And there's the question of like, you could always do more. So if right. you always measure relative to like the more that you could do, you've always killed you've thousands already, and thousands yeah. of people. Every leader is a genocide there. Right. And I've seen, <laughs> and everything is genocide now. Oh. Like I've seen, you know, I, of course I've seen like, you know, um, Israel's occupation of Palestine called genocide, of course, all the time. I've seen, um, uh, I've seen, uh, so excess mortality in Canadian indigenous communities called, was called genocide in a recent report. Um, I have seen re- interracial marriage of white people and non-white people called genocide by white supremacists. I've read that, yeah. Um, white genocide. Right. Mm-hmm. I have seen um, various things called genocide. 
that are bad or not bad in the case of like interracial marriage. I mean, like, I think if your sister marries a Mexican guy, that's not fucking genocide. I think people are just realizing the trigger words and just using those all the time. Like, let me just go straight to a trigger word. Like, let's just go to the worst thing. Genocide, murder. Yes, yes, yeah. Right. Well, that's the most extreme thing you can accuse someone of is killing people. Because you can't have a a, a rebuttal, really, against... You're Hitler. You're a genocidaire. (laughs) Right. You've killed an entire race of people. Um, And what do you say to that? You know, nothing. You're like... No, I did no, not. I, no, I didn't commit genocide. Really, I didn't. No, Believe you me, can't. you hit the block button. Right, Twitter is shit. Yeah, that's funny. Well, don't, don't you think though that, um, like you said, you know, we are talking to people all over the world now. Do you think that it has had positive effects? By bringing a bunch of people who wouldn't have had conversations, oh, you know, and maybe sped up some, I don't know, in some kind of way sped up something, made some extra progress because we we're having conversations that we wouldn't have had with people that oh, we wouldn't yeah. have had them with. Absolutely. So. It's done It's done a lot of good for the world in that sense. Um, me Too, I thought was a great thing. Uh, people are like, well, Me Too went too far. And, you know, yeah, they did. Like Aziz Ansari didn't deserve, like, whatever, getting canceled. Right. But, it was just like, the claw. I mean, you know. Um <laughs> He was he was bad at sex and he right. got canceled for being bad at sex. <laughs> right. And he didn't deserve that. But exactly. um but but no, I mean like there was no you know, go ten years back, no one had any idea how to solve the problem of rampant sexual harassment in companies. It was just something you dealt with. It was a cost of doing business. It was something yeah. like maybe someday we'll figure out how to stop that, but like it's just back to life. Yeah. And now it's like bam. Mm-hmm. You know, like you are, you are canceled sexual harassers. And that, and that was great. Accountability. That that alone, that alone justifies, I don't know about all, but certainly most of the, the bullshit of Twitter is justified just by that. And there's other things too. I mean, obviously, you know, like police shooting videos have, have made Americans realize that there's like neighborhoods of America where horrible shit is happening to people and where police are doing bad stuff that your neighborhood doesn't get touched by. It's put people in touch with people who are less fortunate than themselves, who are oppressed by a system that not everyone is oppressed by. And that's, that's great. You know, it's, it's, so there's been a lot of good there. Um, <coughs> and, um, and there's, there's been a lot of bad and so far the good has outweighed the bad that mm-hmm. if we have a nuclear war because of, Trump decides to tweet like, you know, hey, North Korea, fuck you, I dare you to nuke us Hmm. and then die. Right. Or if there's like, yeah, there's if the world, if the global political system collapses and then there's world wars and blah, 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 then I'll be like, hmm, did that really actually do good on net? Well, so, so far, like it's done good on net, even though there's been a lot of bad. But in the future, there could be some very bad. Well, my two cents is overall, I, I've been enjoying uh, Twitter okay. and crypto Twitter. Yeah. Um, I want to remind everyone that they can find Mr. Noah Smith on Twitter, on his uh, Twitter page, which is at no opinion. Okay. And also you can find him on Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. He's got a whole thing. Just do a search for Noah Smith Bloomberg and it pulls up all his articles. Okay. So that's awesome. I want to thank Mr. Smith. Okay. Uh, Do we have time for a couple rabbit questions or you got to run and do some actual work? Well, I'm keeping it. I don't have to run yet. uh, I I don't have to do work yet. Okay. Do you want to do some? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. This is not a time thing or anything. Just a a, a true or false, uh, yes or no, or see what you know. Okay. I'm going to start off easy. Here we go. Root vegetables are a part of a rabbit's natural diet. Yes. But they're not in nature, though. But see, carrots are high in sugar, so they should only be fed to rabbits occasionally Hmm. and in small amounts. Interesting. So So you're saying the old meme of Bugs Bunny eating a Exactly. That's uh, funny. Carrot. Has some some things to answer to here. Oh, interesting. <laughs> rabbits love carrots, but they they're love not, them. They're sugary, right? Right. And, I mean, and rabbits rabbits in nature will dig up and eat some roots. Not according to the website, I. <laughs> but I <laughs> Have did you find the source. I, yes, the source we need to check that, that source. Website, okay. Camera. All right. Rabbits can see behind them without rotating their head, but they have a blind spot directly in front of their face. Seems true. True. Given what I know wow. of my rabbits, yeah. They can, True. I did not. Definitely, know that, they though. get surprised when you're like right in front of them and like, what? My eyes are on the side of my head. 
okay that's true and 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 another something else i just read rabbits can be scared easily like they don't necessarily tend to like to be picked up too much i mean maybe if you've you know had them from young ages you can yeah but i see rabbits in pet stores all the time where you just go up and you just pick them up and now i'm thinking oh my gosh that's horrible and traumatizing to the poor little rabbits right and there's some rabbits love being picked up like there's some rabbits be super calm yeah they've been picked their little babies and then some rabbits who are scared like my rabbits one of my rabbits will he doesn't really like being picked up but then once he's picked up he's like okay the other rabbit, once you even when you pick her up, she's like, No, yeah, <laughs> down, down. <laughs> no, hey, no, oh. and then she'll just like, she'll just like climb up over my back and like onto my back. Oh, I had a cat that did that, yeah, I had a cat that did that, I found the cutest little rabbit in the pet store the other day and it cuddled up in my hair and I just like I could have just walked out of the pet store with it. It was just like, oh, we don't need any more pets. We don't need it, but it was adorable. I could have. Um, Okay, so rabbits are in no way an endangered animal. True or false? Uh, There's many species of rabbits, so there might be an endangered species. But the European rabbit is is the one we keep as a pet. Definitely not endangered. It's invaded Australia and many other places. Oh, really? It is an invasive species all over the world. <laughs> They're an invasive species. Well, one they, of the most they breed like rabbits. Right. One of the most endangered animals in the world is a rabbit. It's the river rhine hmm. rabbit, um, native to a tiny part of the Karoo Desert in South Africa. So there's only about 250 adults left in the entire world. Oh, that's sad. I know. Okay, so sad and depressed rabbits do this thing called binky. Do you know of Binky? <laughs> what, what is it called? Violent, sad? No, Happy Rabbits Binky. Yes, that's true or false. You're, this is a false. Oh, false yes. False, false, false. <laughs> yeah. Binkying is when rabbits, um, uh, there's several ways they can do it. They can jump in the air mm-hmm. and throw their head and kick their legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they can run in circles. And Aww. sometimes they do both of these. Cute. So then they like run in circles and display their legs out like that. Right. That's actually a happy rabbit. Right. So um, <laughs> they just look like they're completely spazzing. Um, they're they're happy spazzing. Right. And, um, and that's, yeah, called, that's binky. called a binky. Yeah. Rabbits I did not know that. Quite, yeah. Cute. Okay. So rabbits do not sweat. True or false? Uh, true. Rabbits not sweat, which is why they overheat. They sweat from their paws. Hmm. Ah, yes. They But they don't have sweat glands in their in their skin. Right. Which is why, why they if you have rabbits in the heat, they will die. Okay. So All right. Don't keep your rabbits. You shouldn't have, don't let it get like over, you know, 80, 85 degrees or your rabbit could be in trouble. Yeah. I don't like it that hot either. So, <laughs> um, some rabbits, depending on breed can run as fast as 35 miles per hour. I'm sure. Yes. True. Yes. Oh, true. I would say true. Definitely. Okay. Rabbits have yeah. over 17,000. Not mine though. <laughs> not not, not yours. mine. <laughs> are yours. He's a slow, <laughs> Lazy. fat, chunky little thing. Aw. Um, Okay, one last question, and uh, so okay, rabbits have over seventeen thousand taste buds. No clue. True. Hmm. Did you know that? Crazy. <laughs> How many do we have? I have no idea. That's a great uh, question. I think the older we Is get, the I more think that's a lot. we lose. <laughs> okay, and we already talked about how rabbit rabbits have. Um, they they well, don't we have only have ten thousand. Okay, so they have rabbits eat us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to feed my rabbits a, a very varied diet of um, I give them many different veggies, uh, you know, different kinds of hay, uh, pellets, and then some treats, and probably they're fat because I give them many treats. Oh. Well, I have a sweet story. Our golden retriever. I see. Uh, not now. We used to have a golden retriever, and um, I was watching off our porch one day, and I see it carrying something in his mouth. And I'm, so I'm yelling at it, like, oh, my gosh, what do you have? Put that down, you know. And But what it was doing was rescuing these baby rabbits. Oh, I thought yeah. they were squirrels because they had no hair. You know, they were like baby babies. But something had attacked, apparently. And one by one, my golden retriever brought a tiny little baby bunny up onto our porch. That's adorable. It was the sweetest thing. Uh, they, you know, had some cuts on them, so I kind of, the, the vet was closed. I, I didn't know. It was horrible. I stayed up all night with them, and then we took them to the vet, and we ended up saving some of them. And they said, honey, these aren't squirrels. These are rabbits. So. That's so sweet. <laughs> now, you know, those are cottontail rabbits, which is a different species than the ones we keep as pets. Right, like a hare. A hare is not a rabbit, I think, right? Is well, that... I don't, neither of those are hares, actually. Those are just okay. two different species of rabbit. Okay. Rabbit is like a general classification of many of, different animals. Okay. Wow. 
Now we know. Well, guys, listen, we could sit here and talk about rabbits for hours, but this so cute. this cheap stool that I have is, is literally uh, destroying my... I'm so comfy, I could go for yeah, hours. Yeah, I know, you're comfortable over there, I'm dying. Um, Mr. Noah Smith, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We talked about Bitcoin, and we talked about social media... Uh, we uh, talked and the fall of Rome, being fall led. of Rome and lead, <laughs> and everyone should get their house checked. Can you get that checked though? Is that something you can get checked, well, like yeah, the you... lead level? I mean, I guess in your body you can obviously. I think um, can... about the pipes, you can't check the city pipes, but you can Google and find out what they use for the okay. city, and you can go hector people at city hall. Right. For your own house, you can get someone to come in and test, and then okay. uh, like a plumber, okay. and then for um. For uh, you, the paint, there's like specialized people who will check that paint. Is the paint a danger on the wall? Like if it's not chipping off, is it the chipping off of the paint? Do you know that is the problem, or is it yeah, just it that you're breathing? Erosion. So if 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 the paint, if the top coat of paint that's over the lead paint, usually people just paint over the old lead paint. Yeah. Right. So that gets eroded, and then moisture gets into the old lead paint and corrodes it. Then you have lead in the house. Okay. All right. Alrighty. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to sell our house and uh, just no. uh, you know, buy, uh, build a new one. <laughs> I've already invested too much blood, sweat, and tears in this. Um... And you've only done half the tile. Imagine. Oh God, you've never told anyone that story, have you? <laughs> Every time, I mean, it's like uh, your broken record with this. Finish well, once the, the tile. tile gets finished, then I won't have to say it over yeah. and over. Mister <laughs> um, Smith. If if that you know the joke like is that your real name? Have you ever heard that? Because people used to use Smith as like a yeah. And now that Noah is this very popular name, Noah Smith is going to be like the most generic American guy name. Right. right. <laughs> I want to thank you, Mr. Smith. If that's your actual name, I was going to make that joke, but before I did, I wanted to make sure you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I didn't oh want to offend gosh. you in any way. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. We had a good time. Um, yeah. I hope you had fun. Yeah. You're, great. you're an economist, you're an economist, uh, opinion writer. So I picked the song money by Pink Floyd to be our intro, which I thought was kind of, uh, kitschy. Oh, aren't you so smart? Yes. Pretty smart. <laughs> Just not about Shakespeare. No, I'm not book learned, but, literature. uh, anyway, I want to say, uh, thank you. Um, also go f follow our friend JJ and, uh, yeah. keyword crypto podcast yeah. also check that out uh, yes, he, jj keyword crypto yeah uh we're gonna have he's gonna have us on his show and obviously he's invited to come on here and we can talk about you and oh, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> no we could talk about his band and all the stuff he's doing but uh thanks again mr mr smith and uh go check him out on bloomberg and follow him on twitter at no opinion uh if you want to hang out after the show i'm going to close it and uh we can um yeah Awesome. awesome. Say. <laughs> Thank all right. you. Bye. Thanks Peace. again. Bye, everybody. Thanks oh, to all our listeners. He he wants to oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Dang it. I forgot. What do you, you want? always forget. Do you want to shout anything out? Or... Anybody? Uh, well, just anything? JJ. That was the only thing. Okay. Perfect. Just cool. keyword crypto. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching another episode of Euclid Oaks Morning Coffee. This is uh, a wrap. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.